as we enter into a new era of leadership, empowerment, and influence. In this season two of Transcend with M, we want to highlight the power that lies underneath us, underneath you. On this new season, we will showcase true stories about women who one way or another are exercising influence by tapping on their strength and their own story. I hope, just like me, that you let all these women and their stories empower you today and shape your tomorrow just like they have helped me. So welcome to season two of Transcend with M. Know her story. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Transcend with M. Know her story. And with us today is Taylor Perkins. Taylor is actually a mortgage lender with US Bank, and she's also part of the Women Business League, our chapter here in Worcester. And I'm really, really excited to have her here sharing her story. And I cannot wait to learn more because Taylor and I just met a couple months ago. We have done a lot of things together, but I still need to get her, you know, to share a little bit and I need to learn more about her. So I am glad that she is here today to share and that we're learning together. Welcome, Taylor. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good and happy and excited that I get to end my day with you today. So oh. tell us a little bit about you. Who's Taylor? Like, what are your beginnings? How, how did you become the Taylor of today? It's been a long journey. Um, and I like to think that the journey is not over. So, um, I'll say, you know, I did. So kind of getting to me today, I didn't plan to be here today. Right. I had a totally different plan. I was going to go to school, get my business degree, get my master's in business, be this boss lady CEO. Uh, (laughs) and you know, after my first semester of college, I, you know, kind of didn't really realize really what like went into the financials of college. Right. Um, so my first semester was fine. That was covered. And then second semester surprise, you owe two grand and you can't get a loan to cover that. So luckily my, um, grandmother gave me money, my great grandmother, and I was able to go back and finish out that second semester, finish my first year and I couldn't get a loan to go back for the next year. So I kind of had to pivot. And I actually started working at St. Vincent's as a housekeeper, which is one of the best jobs because I learned how to clean so well. Um, and I really like am such a freak about cleaning because of that. And so it's so funny. My great my great grandmother actually used to work the same job. So I was doing that, going to real estate school on the weekends, um, had full intentions of going into real estate, started kind of doing part-time rentals, um, did it full-time, left the hospital, was loving my freedom. And then I saw this mortgage processing job and I said, huh, this is good. It'll be steadier income. I'll learn the mortgage side and get right back into real estate. Little did I know that it was not doable to do both. Um, I learned that very, very quickly. And I was able to, I was fortunate enough to know a group of guys who were around my age. 
they were in um, another networking company that I was in uh, while I was doing St. Vincent's and they all got into real estate. So I remember this day I went to them with my little homemade rate sheets. I got cannolis from Gerardo's and I was like, hey, let's do loans together. Here's some cannolis and here are these great rate sheets. And they were the nicest guys ever. They were so sweet. They loved it. And I became their like number one mortgage girl. Um, And it really just helped that like they were my age. We had a ton of fun together. So I was doing that while I was doing processing. Um, And, you know, a couple of the guys I still work with today, you know, a couple of them went off and did other things. And it was really, really cool to get my foot in the door in such a great way. Um, almost like a warm introduction. And that kind of introduced me to other agents in the office and started building my book of business, um, all still while doing processing for the broker I worked for, which today, like he really kind of set me up for success in origination and processing and organized, like organizing my files, um, so I really do owe a lot to him. Um, he's a yeah. great guy and he really kind of just helped me out um, when, you know, that time of my life was a really weird time. It was coming out of this career that I thought I was going to do, going into another one, um, navigating, losing my dad. And, you know, that kind of was a shock. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that was an unexpected passing. So that really just, he was like a second father figure. Um, and it was kind of like the perfect timing in my life at that point. Mm-hmm. So I worked for him for about three and a half years. I moved to another brokerage in Hopkinton, great group of guys, loved it. Um, kind of fit in pretty well. And then I got introduced to my now boss, um, and manager at us bank by another real estate agent that I had actually worked with. So it's so funny to come full circle of um, here I am pitching, you know, let's work for a brokerage. Brokers, brokers are great. They're still great. You know, I love brokers. There's, they have products for everyone, but being at us bank and getting that opportunity has been, you know, almost life-changing in the sense of the structure, the, tools they give you as an originator they really want you to succeed and it's helping me do more things and be more involved with my community that's amazing that's amazing so it is so impressive how you know you have these most most teenagers you know young let's call them young adults going into college have these have this vision, right? This vision board, this path figured out. And I, I and I know you cannot see me, but I'm using, you know, figure it out. Um, and then everything changes. Everything changes. So how encountering other individuals that had to pivot just like you did and you grew with them, right? You all went into different directions, but you kind of grew together. How much of a affirmation did that give you knowing that, hey, it was meant to happen, you know? Like maybe that wasn't really the path that I was a structure for. So how did you navigate it through that and how growing with them professionally helped you 
change the course of you know your career it's it's really cool because we so pivoting is one of those things it's some people can figure it out and others can't right I think the biggest example is COVID of I had to pivot on how to learn how to work from home as a lot of people did um and I always think I'm the oldest of um five to five kids now it was four at the time and you know, my sister was 11 years old when my, our dad passed away. So that really, I stepped into the father role and still like think I'm her parent to this day when she yeah. is like, no, you're my sister. But it's one of those things, like I knew I had to be strong for my younger siblings and show them that we can overcome this and, yeah. um, you know, just always pushing forward. Uh-huh. And going back to the guys in the real estate group, you know, we all had different personalities. We all, some of them are still in real estate today and some of them aren't. Um, and it's, it's funny. Cause like, you know, we fought like brothers and sisters almost, um, we would get into little arguments and then, you know, figure out how to communicate and work through it. And I actually had another agent call me and, um, I don't want to say we got into an argument, but there was a little miscommunication between the borrower, him, myself. And he called me and apologized and said, you know, I realize I got this totally wrong. I, you know, I love working with you and your communication. And I think that's the biggest thing is really figuring out how to um, say what you're trying to say and making sure that you're cautious of other people's feelings and, you know, just realize that not everyone has the same point of view. I like to think I'm very open-minded and really try and not just say, okay, this is it. There's no other ways because there's a ton of other ways to do things mm-hmm. and handle things. Um, and growing, it's just, it's fun. Cause now we're getting older, we're getting more steady in our careers and it's just so it's really cool to kind of see it all again, come full circle of how, where we started as these, I mean, I was 20 turning 21 in the mortgage industry. Um, yeah. And, you know, now I'm closer to my thirties and it's just so funny to see how far like I've grown and, you know, who's, who I still work with, who I don't work with. Um, and it's just, it's really cool. It's, it's inspiring and everyone's doing so well. And I also love, everyone loves to see everyone doing so well, um, which is awesome. That's amazing. What do you find most, uh, fulfilling about, you know, your career, your your job, your career, your, what you do on a day, daily basis, uh, what keeps you running? I think the closings. So purchases are my favorite. I mean, I love helping someone get into a home, whether it's a, a first-hand buyer, a second-hand buyer, an upgrade buyer. It's always just this level of, you know, this is their home. This is such a huge purchase. They chose me to work with. Um, and it's just fun to meet people and really just almost be a part of, you know, something so big and in their life. Um, and I think that's really what keeps me motivated is at the end of the day, you're helping someone achieve their goal of homeownership. Amazing. Amazing. Now you are, you have this love for Worcester. Yeah, I know I'm born do. and raised. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I love having conversations about Worcester with you because you're so passionate about it. And we get we get political. We get like, you know, it's 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 awesome to kind of like share the points of view. It's like we don't want this to be the next Boston. So <laughs> right, right. So, it's so crazy. Tell me a little bit how, you know, being on on this industry has helped you connect more with the community and give back to the community and kind of get, you know, more connected with it. So I think it's a matter of what you make of it. Um, you know, a big part of this industry and job is networking. And I have, I guess, a natural ability. I, I call myself an extrovert, extrovert, you know, I'm always chatting with someone, always striking up a conversation. Um, it actually, this, you know, a woman, Julie, she has actually invited me to be a part of like the CASA board, which is the court appointed service advocates for abused and neglected children in Worcester um, for their like golf tournaments and other fundraising events. So I try and help out with that. She actually just asked me about Habitat of Humanity if I wanted to hear more information. Um, I have a now five, almost five year old brother. My sister just graduated. Um, high school and is in her first year of college so those having younger siblings keeps you involved with all of her dances um, you know Lorenzo will start sports I'm sure soon he's in preschool and just kind of being out and about in the community um, I love to go out I love to spend my hard-earned money on um, dining out because cooking is not my favorite so that's uh, an opportunity to meet new people and Really now that I'm a little bit more steady in my career, I'm starting to figure out what boards I want to be a part of, um, where I want to help out, where I want to, you know, give my time and efforts and really try and make Worcester and, you know, Central Mass a greater area. Yeah. Um, and there's a bunch of great groups. There's women in development in the sense of fundraising. And, you know, I've gone to a couple of their meetings and yeah. it's on, on my list to join it's just really getting involved with groups. And, you know, I try and have that giving mentality because I know it's going to come back 10 times greater. Um, and I did, so I went to a private high school and we weren't the most well-off, you know, we always, our mom and dad did everything they could. We always had a roof over our heads. We always had food. It was never a matter of not having those necessities but we didn't get the car, the first car in high school. You know, yeah. I worked a job since I was, I don't know, geez, 13, maybe. Um, and always really just making sure that I had spending money, everything, if my siblings needed something. And I feel that now that I'm in my career, you know, making more money, I have the ability to share the wealth. And that's what I, that's my goal that's really what I try and do um, and share the wealth of, you know, the knowledge, the education piece too. I know we're doing the home buying seminar. There's a lack of education on how to be structurally or financially sound, you know? Um, so I think that's really important. And I also talk to a lot of agents who want to do more education, help more homeowners um, or help more people become homeowners who want to. Yeah. Um, and that's really, you know, no loan is too small. No borrower is less important than the other. It's everyone, 
you know, deserves homeownership if they can achieve it. And that's one of their goals. Yeah, that's amazing. I think it is so important to give back to the community, but I think education is key. It is so um, mind-blowing that even in an era that we have technology and information available to us 24-7, there is still a big lack of education there when it comes to, you know, certain industries, you know, lending being one of them, like insurance is another. Um, so I think, you know, being able to not just give back or educate on just the industries that we're in, but also taking an interest on what the community needs is, is extremely beneficial. Maybe we won't live long enough to see all the changes happening, but if we can basically just put our little grain of salt, I think it can be life-changing for many generations to come. So that's, um, that's really good, everything you are doing for them. So tell me more about women. Um, passionate about women, why is it important to help women on your industry and basically, you know, around here too? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely important. I mean, women are the, they're out buying men, you know, more single women buy more homes than men, single men do. Um, that's a statistic through, you know, the national association of realtors. Um, they have all those stats. It's, women, it's, it's interesting. I come from a very strong line of women yeah. and, um, you know, they, they've always kind of, they meet a guy, have children, you know, stay at home, um, which is great and amazing. And I've always just had this drive, you know, I want, I don't want to stay home. Um, yeah. you know, not sure if I want to have kids. And I think it's important to help other women realize that you either a can do both you don't have to have kids. You can just be career focused, um, yeah. and really just help them, you know, see, I guess the light, right? Like they want, women are ambitious. I was just having this conversation again today. It's just seems that women are so much more ambitious than men. Um, and I feel that the business world is turning more woman focused. I mean, look at WBL, you know, it's all women, yeah. um, which is nice because, men are great. You know, they're, they're great to hang out with. Um, you know, sometimes you need a male's perspective, but like yeah. women, like we have our little girl games. Um, yeah. <laughs> and who doesn't want to have like a girl game? You know, you can't talk about the gross, you know, Oh, I'm on my period today. I feel miserable. And it's, it's a real thing, you know, it's, yes. it's so funny that men are so grossed out by it and <laughs> they don't realize it. Like, I, it's just, it's so funny. Like you can't talk about like the weird things you do with yeah. a guy. Like it's yeah. just, it's nice to have girlfriends and, um, you know, it's, it's nice to hear different perspectives and, Hey, how are you juggling this as a mom? Or, Hey, have you been through this? Um, yeah. so I think it's important to, you know, support women and be girl bosses because that's, that's what we're here to do. We're here to run the world. It's so funny you say that because, you know, Veronica's 10. She's going through, um, she's going through changes. And uh, this morning, um, Anthony's like, what's wrong with you guys? And I'm like, it's nothing wrong. We're just like, Veronica wasn't like cheerful or anything. She was just blah, right? She was just blah. 
And she goes and tells him that I'm just tired. Can you understand? I'm in this mood, <laughs> right? <laughs> and he's like, no, I don't understand why you're in this mood. And he's like, I'm a girl. I'm allowed to be in a mood. <laughs> and I was like, honey, you cannot have that conversation with daddy. All right. We'll have that conversation, you and I, but you cannot talk to like, moods or emotions or anything to your dad he's never going to understand what you're going through so it is funny you say that because it reminded me of what happened this morning and it was extremely funny I was like just wait until she's 16 this is not oh, yeah. be an easy conversation so um so yeah it is true it is true it is good to have and be surrounded by you know, girls and women and, and just to have that space, that safe space that you can just say anything, talk about anything. There is no judgment and you're, you're good to go. Like we just had a glass of wine. Let's just eat some ice cream or something and call it a day type of day. Right. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. So you, you, you just said, and you talked about coming from a very strong line of women. Tell me more about that. So it's really, it all, I mean, it obviously all started with my great grandmother, right? We wouldn't be yeah. here if it wasn't for her. And she's very kind enough to remind us of that as often as she can. And she's always been the glue to our family. Yeah. And my mom is the same way. Um, you know, she's always keeping everyone together, getting us together. And I think I've kind of inherited that. Yeah. I love having all my friends together. I love having everyone together and just having a great time and um, enjoying each other's companies. Yeah. And it's just, it's interesting to see how, you know, my grandmother's, my great grandmother's relationships have played out, how my grandmother's to my mother's and my father's, um, my mom's remarried now, you know, with our young brother, Lorenzo, who's the light of all yeah. of our lives. Um, and just kind of taking a different path. Um, my mom had me when she was 19. You know, my grandmother had children early. Um, yeah. Same thing with my great grandmother. And, you know, here I am, 27, and yeah. that biological clock is ticking. Um, but it's also another part of me is quite hushing it, you know, saying, hush, we're not, not ready, not sure if we'll be ready. And my goal is to be the provider for my family. You know, my sister is in college. Um, she has school tuition and, you yeah. know, that's when my dad passed away, I always knew I never wanted her to feel how I felt being told I couldn't go back to school. And I'm fortunate enough to be able to cover one of her semesters and the goal is to be able to cover the next two years for her. Um, and it's one of those things that, you know, just the love that I have for them. And I come from a very loving and caring family to make sure that everyone's okay. Um, you know, always call your family, always check on them, make sure they're okay. And I think that just kind of was instilled on me. And my dad was such a loving, happy person. And, you know, I try and really always just have a smile on my face and even to strangers, you know, just say, hello, how are you? Smile. Um, yeah. And it's amazing because sometimes people don't expect it and you can see those reactions in real time of, wow, yeah. okay, there are nice people. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's sad to think that you know people think that, but it's true. It is true. Not everybody like it's. I feel like not everybody does it genuinely. Um, but those of us that grew up with that sentiment, we're always like that, right? Like regardless of what reaction people give us, we're always like that. So that's that's really funny. That's a good, I mean, such a big influence, right? And he's being passed on and carrying on now for three, I mean, it's your great grandmother, right? So yeah. So it's now four generations. Um, which is really, really amazing, really amazing. So I assume great grandma is going to be the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyways, because I want to hear more about who has been your biggest influence and why. So I think it's actually kind of a combination of both. Um, it's, it's a couple of people. It's probably my my great grandmother is one, um, but I'd probably have to say my dad was probably one of the biggest influences. Um, and, you know, he just really taught us, you know, get up, do the right thing, do the hard work. Um, and I mean, my mom also, she's always put everyone before herself. And I find that I do that as well. Mm -hmm. And, um, I really think the three of them have been the biggest influence. And it's funny because my sister's starting to be an influence as well. You know, she's yes. 18, she's at college. Um, we're getting into that stage where our relationship's really growing to mm-hmm. more friends. Um, you know, we've always been friends, but we're more friends and I've always just been a protector of her. So now, you know, she's showing me different things in different ways. And I, it's really just, I, my family's such a big influence. Um, it's really, I mean, my dad is probably, you know, the biggest. Um, and then I would have to say my mom, my grandmother, and, you know, even just seeing how far our, my siblings have come. Um, it hasn't been easy since my dad passed away and we're in this really, really good stage of life. Um, and that's, there's nothing more I could ask for that's like the greatest gift I could ever have is seeing my siblings do well and all of us, you know, having this great relationship. And I think that's what influences me the most because Mm -hmm. that's who matters the most. That's amazing. I love it. And I am just so moved by the way that even though, you know, you didn't have the resources and you had to provide for yourself and kind of go through the hardship, you know, the hardship and the hard work to get where you are today, you're actually changing that script and that story for your siblings. Um, Because, you know, there is nothing more important than supporting others, right? And, And make sure that they have what we couldn't have but we still achieve success it's just you know it's a different path a different way right that's amazing so I have four questions for you so we can wrap up your story and I know I don't I didn't prepare you for any of this because I really don't prepare anybody for them I want them to be authentic but (laughs) you know this podcast is called transcend with them And I have to um, ask the question about what does transcending 
means to you in your vocabulary, in your book. And you can take a minute to think about it, it's okay. I think it's, you know, something where you, you, it's tough because I don't want to say you transcend into the person you want to be. I think you're always growing and trying to be the person you want to be. And I think it's one of those things that, you know, things you're going to have hard times, you're going to make mistakes and that's what helps you grow. And all you can do is try and be the best person every day. So I try and, you know, transcend into being the best version of myself for everyone involved in my life. Amazing. Love it. What do you love to eat? Pizza and ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) I can eat those every day for the rest of my life. I won a seating contest once in my life, so... (laughs) that's amazing I might just go grab pizza tonight that's awesome um how about what do you like listening to so um it's funny I actually just started the 75 day soft um so it's kind of just like a lesson version of the 75 day hard so it's you know one workout a day a gallon of water progress photo read 10 pages but um you can do audiobooks um so I just finished, um, I think it's how to sell to the affluent. And I, I was gonna, I'm torn between, um, re- listening to sell it like Sirhant or money in the streets. Um, okay. and they're just both kind of business books. Um, and I also actually want to look at like a gut health book or more of like a nutrition, um, how to reduce maybe inflammation. Um, yeah. That's, those are kind of on my list of, I've been doing walks in the morning with my neighbor. So I haven't had, I guess, time to listen to my audiobooks. but, yeah. um, those are probably what I'm going to be reading or listening to next. Nice. Well, that goes very well to my next question, because my, my closing question will be what's been a book that makes a big difference to you. So we can add it into our reading lists for our listeners to go and read. So I'm reading also Atomic Habits. Um, I just had to turn around and make sure I was getting the title right. That has, that's an amazing book. 110% recommend it. Um, I'm almost finished with that. I'm reading the hard copies with a little bit harder to sit down and read sometimes, but just implementing some of those things that they, you know, Mm. talk about and discuss, it really does make a difference. I think that's an awesome, awesome book amazing well he just made it to the podcast book list i just hit add to the list i actually um i i read that book a long time ago i don't remember much about it but i might be a good a good one to revisit for sure um i've been trying to do better with time so i am getting more i just i just downloaded audible because i love physical books like I love holding the book in my hand but I was like for time's sake I need to be able to make the most while I'm driving well while I'm cooking or while so getting that knowledge and that you know development in by listening to books it's it's great so thank you for sharing and now hopefully our listeners will get into it too Taylor, thank you so, so, so much for being here today. I love learning. 
couple new things about you. So especially when it comes to family um, and I am very proud of you. So keep pushing, keep setting the example, keep helping your family, keep helping yourself. And you're still young. We still young. We got to, you know, we, we have, have a lot a of whole, time. We have a whole career ahead of us. So I cannot wait to see what you do in the future. Thank you so much. And this has been amazing to be on here. And thank you so much for having me. You are very welcome. And hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. I hope that you found this episode inspiring and that one way or another, you were able to identify with today's story. Remember, like Catherine Stockett said, you is kind, you is smart, you is important. Start believing in yourself and empower those around you because you never know when suddenly someone can realize they have a choice in what they could believe and do in this world. If you don't follow us yet, please subscribe at the, our YouTube channel, which is under my name, Monica Duani. You can also follow us on Instagram at Transcend with M. Or if you just want to chat with me one-on-one, -on -one, make sure to just connect on LinkedIn and send me a message. It's Monica Duani, and I'm always here for you. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>